Hi there, and welcome to Multidimensional Transmissions. I'm Sarah Vittori, a multidimensional guide, intuitive healer, somatic alchemist, Jewish witch, and your host. This podcast takes us on a journey through the many facets of being human and explores our world and ourselves through the lens of multidimensionality. This is for you if you struggle with fitting and smushing your bigness into one category. This is for you if you desire a place to examine the complexities, paradoxes, and perspectives of being a multi-passionate, multi-dimensional being. How can we embrace all of our layers, roles, and identities as we navigate living in this complex dimension? Let's explore this together. I'm a mom of two boys, homeschool my youngest, run my own multifaceted business, and I'm in a constant inquiry and co-creation with the mystery and the sacred. Join me in this space with some magical guests as we discuss all things consciousness, healing, magical, creative, ancestral, gifts and potentials, science, body, energy, imagination, desire, business, mystery, integration, expansion, service, the sacred, and more. These episodes are energetic transmissions from the words spoken down to the intention behind the frequency. I invite you to allow what resonates today as you listen to simmer and work within you. I am so honored you're joining us today. Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm really honored to have you in the space with me. Today, I'm coming to you from my office time at Inspired Bean in Belchertown. And so that means it's a Monday. And at the time of this recording, it is March 2023. And so we are definitely holding this liminal transitional seasonal energy right now as we are straddling two seasons and ending one in between space in between the two and moving into those new beginnings um, with the new season coming. So feeling that energy today and definitely appreciating and in gratitude for the spaciousness that this office brings and the quiet that is also (laughs) here as well. So this is going to be a solo episode. I'm really excited to chat a bit with you all today about daydreams and daydreaming. And I know that we've been sharing a lot on the podcast about dreaming and dream work. Dreaming is definitely on my mind as my friend and I have been in co-creation of a portal program, Brie Woolman who is my friend and a practitioner that I've worked with. And I have been curating this devotional portal program that's going to be beginning in April. And we're both so jazzed and excited about what's coming together and the messages we've received from our dream spaces that are informing the program. And so, yeah, it's very present in my realm. And So this topic of daydreams just feels very alive in this moment. And so I wanted to spend some time in conversation about it. I'll explain in a minute what I mean exactly by daydreams or daydreaming, but I want to give a little backstory to why this is coming up for me now. So I have shared in other episodes that I have a journaling practice where I'm tracking my dreams nightly. So every morning when I wake up, I try to write down anything that I remember. And that really ranges. That can be I've remembered three dreams in great detail that night. That could mean one dream. That could mean a fragment or a scene or a facial expression. It could be an image. It could be a feeling that I have. 
It could be a color that's coming through, or it could be nothing. I don't remember, or I almost remember. I feel it, but I can't quite get at it. But every morning, I'm at least writing something down. And I've been doing this for, oh, over a year now, pretty consistent, you know, consistently. And there will be chunks of time where I don't dream for, or I don't remember what I've been dreaming for a couple of nights in a row. And I am currently in one of those stretches of time where there have been more than a couple of nights in a row (laughs) that I wake up and I'm not able to recall what's come through. And even more so, there's a lot of times I wake up and I can feel that there was a dream and what the dream and like sort of the, the energy that it generated, but I can't quite grasp it. And then I have other times like the stretch of time that's been happening where I just feel like I didn't dream. I know that's not true because we are dreaming every night, but I'm not able to recall anything or even feel anything energetically. And this can be uh, frustrating, shall I say, <laughs> and disappointing. A couple nights in a row, okay, that's fine. But many nights for me as someone who loves being in this connection with and co-creation with her dream space to not be able to recall starts to generate for me um, or has started to generate for me frustration and disappointment. My dream spaces are often a deep resource and healing place for me, a validation of my magic. There, there are lots of elements of resource in my dreams. So not being able to recall them it feels hard and yeah. And I want to, want to be transparent about that. And then the other thing that was coming up for me was sort of some shame around, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be in this creation of <laughs> a dream course and I'm not dreaming. I'm not, or I'm not recalling any of my dreams. So oftentimes when we have periods of not being able to recall our dreams, there are reasons behind that. I really believe that the dream space is a wise and intelligent, energetic, um, let's see, like guidance system, really. And so if I'm not recalling my dreams, I'm as much as possible working to honor and acknowledge that that is leading me to something else. I might have other dreams that have come through that it's wanting me to spend some time in process and examination and prioritize. It might be aware that there's a lot going on in my waking world. And so it's giving me a break at night. (laughs) So all of those things can be true and there can be other reasons behind it as well as, as why recall wouldn't be happening. These are just some threads for me. So take them or leave them for you if they resonate or not. When I was studying with Wilka Roig in her Creative DreamWorks course, there was a period of time where a number of us were not recalling dreams and we were having a conversation about that. Some of us had stories that we don't dream or we're not able to dream. And then others of us, I think myself included, were in a period of time where recall wasn't happening for many days in a row. So Wilka really introduced this concept of daydreaming which is inviting an orientation to the waking world and looking at that time in the waking world as dreams. So looking 
and and this could be in a couple of different ways, let's say, looking for all of the seemingly impossible possible things that were happening, the magic moments, the synchronicities, strange and unusual occurrences that were happening, patterns, numbers, animal, elemental connections, all of that. And processing those things or looking at those incidences that were showing up as individual daydreams and writing them down as such as well, writing them each down in a journal as if you had dreamed them as opposed to them being in your waking world. And also the other invitation could be like if you're in your imagination or you're you get a moment of fantasy where an image comes to mind or something comes into imaginal view, let's say while you're waiting in line at a supermarket or you're sitting in your home or you're making your dinner, something pops in to view. Also taking those imaginal moments and writing them down as dreams and looking at those and playing with those in a similar fashion that you would any dream that would come through to you at night. And so that was for folks that are really who might struggle with or feel like if you feel like you are someone who, quote unquote, doesn't dream or isn't able to recall dreams, this playing with daydreams is a bridge. It becomes an avenue and a way to start to honor the different spaces and really, really create uh, an environment where you're noticing these different things that are happening. And what happened for me as I played with that during the course is then my dreaming realm picked back up again. So, so either way, right? Like these spaces, as I was saying before, like of times where we're not recalling can be for a specific reason. And also we can use these times if it feels you know, align to then play with what's coming through during the waking hours. And so for me, for this particular stretch and experience that I'm having, it was really feeling like the dream space was asking me to open my eyes to daytime. And I got that message a few different times in different ways of open your eyes to daytime. And I started to pay attention even that much more closely to really be bringing in consciousness into my moments in my waking world of what was happening in my, in my realm, what was happening immediately around me. And then, you know, themes and synchronicities and war repetitions and patterns with animals and numbers and other elemental factors in nature started to really show up for me in big ways these last days of not recalling dreams. Um, and also the thing that I've noticed is increased psychic moments and connection with my husband and kids, which is something I've been noticing and playing with a bit. But over this last period of time where I'm not having dreams, recalling those dreams at night, this is what's showing up in my waking world. And so I really have committed to being in a practice also not only of writing down and tracking the dreams that are coming through at night, but also what I would call these daydreams that are coming to me during the day. And there have been 
a number of things that have been happening. I'll share a couple with you and, and one specifically that has sort of a message uh, for me and also the collective. But to give you some examples of, of what that is in my realm. So a daydream I had recently was I was on the phone with my husband and we were talking about something and all of a sudden he goes, oh my goodness, there's a bald eagle on the side of the road eating a prey of some sort. And it was just one of those miraculous moments. He went on to describe it and how big the bird was. And it just was like uh, an incredible moment where it was completely unexpected. Another daydream that I've tracked and written down is every time I go outside, I see two geese flying overhead, right? So that's happened (laughs) last week. Like I think I'm up to like, eight times or something, it's getting a little silly, but the pattern is revealing itself. It's coming through in this daydream-like experience. Another example I'll share, and I haven't yet worked this one through creatively, is I went, arrived with a friend to stay overnight for a solo girls weekend and parked and walked to the trunk to get my stuff, and I immediately sunk into the mud, like Princess Bride-style quicksand sunk (laughs) all the way uh, up to my boot, and pulled myself out and walked around to the front, and that can be worked as a daydream. We had a snowstorm there that weekend and lost power and almost got left outside in a series of really bizarre (laughs) events. All of that I wrote down as if it was a daydream, and we'll be able to take that and work that in ways to extract any messages. And and, and there are lots of ways already and messages that I've taken uh, from that trip in, in numerous ways. So the one I really wanted to share with you that um, I was able to write down at front as a daydream and then do a little creative dream work with to extrapolate some messages is an experience I had a few weeks ago driving home from a journey dance class. And on my way home, I was driving down a completely empty country road, flat, on either side of me and out of the corner of my left eye saw a giant owl swoop down directly in front of my car and my and my headlights sort of highlighted it and it flew into the darkness on the other side of my car into the field and at that point I was not able to see it anymore because it had um moved out of my line of vision and I was still traveling. And so that was quite a potent, powerful, seemingly impossible, possible moment of magic for me. Owl, for those of you who know me, are an animal I have a very special connection with. And this year, they've been coming through so much in my dream spaces and hearing them in my waking realms as well. And so to have this experience and to witness this was 
quite significant. And so in my in my process of being with the dream and doing some creative dream work with it, the the main message that came through that got extrapolated from that is angelic messages are illuminated. Your vessel knows the truth, which was just like, whoa, I was coming home from having danced and been in my body and reconnected to alignment. And this is sort of what, what came through. And in, in playing with this, the other piece was when I really broke out what the story was of the experience. I am in the part of my psyche concerned with expansive shadow, mystery, magic, and dark feminine, and the lighting up and turning on and activating of our gifts, potentials, magic, and essence. And so from that, then the core message being the vessel knows the truth, right? That angelic messages will be illuminated and the vessel knows the truth. So it just felt really potent and significant and profound and nourishing to receive for myself during this period of time when I was feeling like I wasn't receiving the resource from my dream spaces. So it felt like a really profound gift to be playing with and working with this message that came through in this way. I'm sharing all of this because I've definitely been in conversation with different folks who have talked to me a lot as I've been talking more about dreams and have been sharing that they don't feel like they dream or they don't feel like they've ever had the ability to recall dreams. I'm really of the belief and, you know, we are talking about this in a multidimensional way, right? Like that there are lots of ways to be in exploration of liminal spaces. And that's what dream work is. The dream work is we're exploring and excavating a liminal space, a space of unknown and of mystery. And so for those of you who feel like you're not able to recall dreams or that something that you would like to do or you feel like you're in longing around having a practice in this way or being able to recall dreams, playing with daydreams, starting with looking at what's showing up in your waking realms is a really powerful place to begin. It's a way to honor the liminal spaces, even though it's in your waking world, these are still moments out of moments, like (laughs) moments out of time. Like when I was driving down that road at night and that happened, that was a time out of time for me in that moment. That, That moment stretched for a very long time as I was able to take it in and experience it. Whereas if it had been linear time, it would have been just over in a second. And by naming it and writing it down and playing and getting creative with it, it's allowed even that much more of its wisdom to seep into my, my mind, my body, my system and continue to 
honor and validate these spaces. And as we've talked about in other episodes around dreaming, one of the ways to really start to increase recall is simply honoring the dream space in some way, simply honoring that these um, spaces are potent. And in doing this in a daydream format, it's also honoring that these waking hours are magical and significant and hold meaning and messages. If this is speaking to you, I definitely invite you to play with this and to start to track any daydreams that are showing up in your world, write them down. And Bree and I are so excited to share different kinds of practices to work with any dreams that are coming through in your world, whether it's during the nighttime or daytime in our portal program, Whispers from Dreams, Alchemizing the Wisdom of the Night. We are beginning in April on the 13th, and we run through October with monthly virtual sessions for dream practice development. And we're going to also be having a couple of group dreaming circles where we'll be sharing dreams and looking at those collect messages. There will be an ongoing online community for exploration between the sessions. And we have an optional but highly recommended (laughs) in-person retreat in New England in the fall to really culminate and enrich our collective dreaming journey. So if these aspects of dreaming are speaking to you, I invite you to check that out. All the details are in the show notes for you with a link to the program information and how to enroll and also with Bree's information so you can learn more about Bree, where you also can listen to us talk more about dreaming in our Dimensions of Dreaming episode that we did. And if you're curious to learn more about Bree, there's also an episode, Dimensions of Bree Woman, that you can check out as well. But a potent group is forming of dreamers desiring to connect and be together and explore and play in this way. And we'd really love to have you join the group that's for me. And if any of the invitations today are landing for you and you give them a try, shoot me an email, send me a message. I love hearing from you all in the different ways that the episodes and conversations are landing for you. So feel free to share any bits of wisdom that are coming up for you as you take these threads that resonate and play with them in your own realms. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It's been fun to talk with you about daydreams and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for creating the space to listen to this episode of Multidimensional Transmissions. I invite you to allow the words and the energy of the transmission to continue to move through you as you go throughout your day. If there was something here for you that really resonated, please share this episode with the people in your world and leave a rating and review. May we all orient to the portals of potential and possibility within the fractals of our multidimensionality. We get to include it all.